Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Hi there. Sorry about that. That's no problem. No, I was just, I, the only thing is remember that it's going to be like about five minutes before the, you hear the recording. That's the only thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, had this Just that like you don't go in there and you're like, what happened? You know, that's the yeah. only thing. So everything okay? Did you? Yeah, no, I have this super interesting client who's part of a family business. And the family is sort of like the family dynamics that go on in this business are, it just makes the coaching really interesting. You know, it's a whole different layer. (laughs) Um, And he's got like a big family meeting coming up. And so it's really, really, and all the conflicts, it's so interesting. (laughs) So and it's a passive aggressive family. So um, anyway, oh. yeah. So you you so. got quite a got quite a good a good role there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's interesting, and they're passing the um, from the fifth fourth generation to the fifth generation, you know, succession, and they're passing the baton kind of, and um, oh. it's just really interesting. To say the least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking so, that, I, yeah, how, how, because I know that it's, it's interesting to just have a that uh, that little bit of time. I don't know what. Um, well, you're probably really present with your clients. It might not have been. How are you doing now? Because there's something that um, that came up as you were as you were talking of how you're not very much in touch with the younger, right? Yeah, I'm not very much. Yeah, yeah. And I think we would have to schedule like a special meeting when I'd have to have everyone out of the house. I'd have to go sit in the car somewhere, you know, where I could, you know, where I've I've done some some of these sessions with um, Stefan actually um, in the past around other, other topics, but so I'm familiar with it, but I'm definitely not in touch with the anger. I'm not. Okay. And I don't feel no, like no. I mean, I don't think that I'm, I don't think bitterness or anything is leaking out, um, but it's there. It's got to be there, right? By, I mean, logically speaking, it's got to be there. Well, not only has to be there, what happens is that anger is a very tricky one, especially because, and I'm going to encourage you to tell just to, you know, anything that comes up, because my sense is that um, you don't like anger. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. you were actually, you suffered as a hands of a very angry, upsetting, explosive parent. Uh, so there's a part of you that is almost like says, you know, anger is not good. Or anger is dangerous, you know? Right. Yes. Okay. So that is, you know, yeah. So let's, let's step together, Karate Chopin. Even though, even though it, it has to be there. Even though it has to be there, because I can get in touch with the loss and the unfairness of it all. Because I can get in touch with the loss and the unfairness of it all. And yet, anger is a dangerous emotion for me. And yet, anger is a dangerous emotion for me. I witnessed it and suffered it with my father. I witnessed it and suffered it with my father. And the very few times that I actually experienced anger in myself. And the times that I've actually experienced anger in in myself. I don't like it. I don't like it. I can actually really hurt people. 
I can actually really hurt people. And I don't like that about myself. And I don't like that about myself. Is that true, Deb? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, see that, so, so I have made a subconscious vow. So I have made a subconscious vow. To not get angry. To not get angry. I'd much rather get sad. I'd much rather get sad. I'd much rather just get disappointed. I'd much rather feel disappointed. But anger is just not a safe emotion for me. But anger is just not a safe emotion for me. And I'd rather avoid it. And I'd rather avoid it. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. And I, I honor that in myself. And I honor that in myself. I would never want Searsha to experience anything remotely similar to what I did. I would never want Searsha to even remotely experience anything that I did. Or so, anyone else. But, I don't want to have the impact on other people that my father has. Right, exactly. In any way, shape, or form, right? Nothing that potentially could resemble his emotion, his anger. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that would remotely resemble my father's anger and impact on other people in the world. Yeah. I honestly don't don't like that emotion at all. I honestly don't like that emotion at all. And as we're talking, I'm feeling kind of angry about being made redundant at Bullhorn. Ah. Okay. So tell me yeah. more. Go for it. Yeah. Well, I'm just feeling really pissed off at the CEO because I was his coach for three years and um, I was really supportive of him and he gave me no warning whatsoever. And um, and also he allowed, I had a very central role in his world and then actually it was too central in a way and some people in his the rest of his world felt threatened by it. His wife felt threatened by it, and his the CTO at Bullhorn felt threatened by it. And so they, you know, I basically had no chance because, you know, it was like I was just edged out. And he did not, um, I mean, it's a reasonable, I understand why I was made redundant um, because they're in the process of selling but, um, and then, you know, like the P&L makes sense. I understand what he's doing. But I really, I feel very badly treated. Yeah. And, and I feel the, angry yeah. at him. And, yeah. perfect, and I've perfect. done nothing but been a huge advocate for him and a huge supporter. And uh, so I feel really pissed off at him. Good. Yeah, I'm really pissed off because, even though I understand it, and understanding is, a, you know, our sixth chakra, right? It's like very mental, very intellectual. Yeah. I understand it, but I am pissed. I am really pissed. It was not fair. It was not fair, and it wasn't right. He didn't handle it right. Yeah. I'm extremely disappointed in him. I'm extremely disappointed in him. And after I supported him so well... After I supported him and his whole company so well, I feel like just like led me down or like completely. What would you say? I feel betrayed. Yes, 
I feel deeply betrayed and in a very unjust way. In an unjust way and in a way that has put, you know, me at risk and my daughter. And I was planning to leave, but, I mean, we could have done it in a more gradual manner. um, And it would have been less of a shock to the system. Yeah. And that's hard because I can't express this to him because... You know, I'm getting some more work based on his recommendations, and he's sort of like someone in my world that I need. You know, he's on my yeah. website. He's, um, I just got some work from his private equity, the private equity firm that owns them. I mean, I can't confront him. Right. Yeah, and so I, mean, I want to. Guilty. I know he knows. He knows because he's, <laughs> he feels guilty. But um, <laughs> that's the least that he can do. <laughs> yeah, it is the least that he can do. So, Deb, imagine him standing in front of you mm. and just let's have, let's have him have it. Because in your mind, it doesn't matter if it's real or not, right? So mm-hmm. let's just yeah. tell him. So, Aris, I'm really, um, I'm really pissed off at you. You did not treat me very well with uh, this redundancy. You gave me no time um, and no warning. In fact, we were talking about giving me a raise. The meeting before we had the the meeting before the meeting we had when you made me redundant, and um, I was totally shocked and totally blindsided. And you put me at great risk, and you put my daughter's well-being at risk. And I don't believe I know I did not deserve that behavior. I did not deserve that treatment, and you were um, negligent or um, you were wrong. You were wrong to treat me that way. Yeah. And, and is it true that? Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you heard. You're, you were selfish. You were thinking more of you and all your, your people than how it would affect me. Well, I mean, it's a little challenging because the private equity firm kind of dictates a lot of what he does. You know, they, when they're trying to sell, they're trying to maximize profit. Um, I, am, I, am, I totally understand that. So this is, that's the intellectual piece, Deb, and I get it, right? But how does it feel? Doesn't it feel like, because you, what you said a moment ago when you were really in touch with the younger and of course, mm-hmm. you're tapping, so things are shifting a little bit. But you did say, you know, his, his wife felt threatened, some people in the firm felt threatened, and he chose what was easier. Yeah, that's a different topic. So let's go to that definitely. We'll go to that now. That's separate from the redundancy. Um, okay. That's separate because he may be redundant for purposes related to the P&L. Um, I see. But... That is totally true. Like, he was a total pussy, actually. Um, When it came to, in particular, his, uh, the CTO. Because the CTO hated me. Hated me. Mm. (laughs) He was really threatened by me. And, um, and Art, you know, defended me for a long time, but ultimately he decided to stick with 
he has this weird relationship. Anyway, okay. So, Art, you were a total pussy with regard to um, people-pleasing. You're trying to people-please your wife, and you're trying to people-please Matt. And um, it pushed me out of the equation. Uh, It was humiliating. And I felt um, betrayed. Betrayed, really betrayed, even though I've been, I've had your back for years. And um, it really makes me see your weakness, um, that you were unable to stand up for what you know was right. And um, and it wasn't fair, and it pisses me off. It wasn't fair, and it really pissed me off. And I hated it. Not just me, but yeah, yes, I hated it. You put not just me, but my daughter at risk. You put me and my daughter at risk, and you put me in an uncomfortable position in your company. And I didn't like it. It did not feel good at all. It felt terrible. And um, yeah. And, and, um, and yeah, I wish I wish that I could say this to your face, but actually you just, you are. This is a I want you to really like. What, how does he respond? Just just for a moment, consider him truly listening to you. How does he respond to that? <sighs> just take your moment, take a breath, because this is a. He would say you're right. Oh. Yeah. Would he want to say, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, really, I'm sorry. Would he apologize? He would. He would say, I was in, um, he would say, the situation with my wife was just not negotiable. You know, I have to do it her way. I just, I, that's not going to work. I can't. Um, he would say, I'm going to do a sidebar louder for a second with you. When I started, stopped coaching him and entered the company, we were out of the coaching, like the boundaried. We were suddenly two coworkers, whereas before we had been a coach and a client. And so, but with tons of intimacy, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. three years of intense intimacy. And then all of a sudden we developed these kind of emotional feelings for each other, which I had really never felt before. And his wife picked up on it. And we kind of talked about it. Um, but, you know, it wasn't, pers- we, neither one of us was interested in pursuing it, but um mm-hmm. It was complicated. But it was, but it was open. It was on the table. Sort of. I mean, indirectly on the table. He said, you know, my wife has noticed that my voice changes when I'm talking on the phone with you. Yeah. And I, and at one point I even said, you know, do you feel that there... I've been, I, there's been, a, you know, that I have done anything inappropriate, you know, like um, there was a thing going on between us. And 
like emotional, emotional, emotions were moving between us, you know, and mm-hmm. my office was right next to his and it was just sort of like, oh my God, it was so annoying. Hard. Because it was, yeah. And it was intense. Yes. And, um, and then, so back to the, him, he would, he would be saying, you know that I had to create, I had to choose my wife. So um, I'm sorry that, and I tried to do that with, um, in a way that protected you and your interest because you had just left, you know, your firm and suddenly you were dependent. But I had to choose my wife because my family is important to me and she's needy and blah, blah, blah. That, and that just makes sense. But with regard to Matt, What would he say? He would say, because I couldn't be close to you in the business, I needed to be close to someone, and I had to be close to Matt. And that was um, not tolerating you. And I, you know, gave you cloud Mm -hmm. cover for years, but I did have to, I had to make that choice. In both of those cases, I made that choice. And I own that. And um, he was a squeakier wheel. And he, um, I gave you tons of cloud cover, protected you, but I did put you in, you know, basically the third position after I had been in the first. After he had, uh, he would be telling me, after you had been in the first position. And I did that. Yep. I had, that was the course of action I had to follow. And I, you're right. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm sorry that it happened, but I, I don't regret the decision. Like it, 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 I had to do it. That was what, given my landscape, that's what I had to do. And I'm sorry that it affected you negatively. Yeah. And it doesn't honor all that you've done for me for sure. By, it's true. I mean, you've been amazing. And I'm very, I'm very grateful. How does it feel to actually hear him say that and really on, on his side, right? Yeah, it feels, um, it feels good. Yeah. Check in with your anger because it's okay. It doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that your anger has to evaporate. The problem with my anger is that I have so much empathy for the other person, you know, like I can really get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And I have a belief that human beings do, are good and do the best they can and have good intentions for the most part. Yeah. And when they hurt me, it's because they're coming from some kind of damage, like his, you know, the CTO, Matt, um, very, very, very damaged. And he knows I know it, which is why he hates me. So... Um, yeah, no, he knows that I, I can see what he doesn't want to be seen. So he feels really threatened by him. Yes. Yeah. That's challenging for a man of power, right? So he has yeah. to definitely, like, step up and show you. Yes. Yeah. Just to flex his muscle. So. Yeah. 
but I, and I remember this happening and I was powerless to make, to do anything about it. And I thought I could hang out in the firm anyway and be safe. But what I really feel you, what you did, which was especially shitty art was you didn't give me any heads up on the redundancy. Yeah, yeah. I could have prepared. I could have, yeah. Like here, right away. I mean, you had no time to prepare at all. None. Is, is there any excuse for that, Deb? I don't know of one. I don't know why he couldn't have foreseen this because I kept asking him. I was like, what do you see coming down the future? Do you have work? Do you, is, is this still working for you? Are you getting a return on your investment in me? Is this having an impact? You know, I was asking him for a long time and he was like, yes, yes, yes. We have work for, for you at least another year. Oh, that's so, what he said even, even right before? Yes. So yeah. either he's completely disconnected from what was actually going on in the business and what was actually going on in the books, or um, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see a, a reason for it, and that really pisses me off. That was shitty. Yeah. Yeah, because the warning would have been really important. Okay, so can you can you just really? That was really shitty. That was extremely that was, shitty. That was really shitty and negligent, and you put me in a terrible position. And I'm really pissed off at you about that. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. You told me you would give me a heads up, and you didn't. You did the opposite. And that that is really extremely upsetting because you did put my family at risk. That is really upsetting because you put my family at risk. And it's real. I'm really pissed. And I'm really pissed. It's completely unfair. It was total bullshit. Total, total yeah. bullshit. Just, you put you put us in such risk. You put my house at risk. You put my family at risk, and you treated me. You treated me badly. And you went off. You went against your word in a number of ways. So you're you're a little spineless. Because yeah. you had an obligation to me as a human being, and um, because of whatever pressure behind the scenes or your desire to save face or who knows what, you um, you didn't honor that, and that's, and that's totally me. shitty. Totally shitty. Not okay. Pisses me off. Totally shitty, and I'm really angry at you. Yeah. And it's so unfair because it proves once again that I've been betrayed. It's unfair because it proves once again that I've been betrayed. That I had to do things on my own. And I have to do things on my own again. I, yeah, I thought you, I could rely on you. thought I could rely on you. And here I am again. And here I am again. Deeply disappointed and hurt. Deeply disappointed and hurt and pissed off. Yeah, really pissed off. So totally. Really pissed off and vulnerable and quite vulnerable. Yeah. How dare you? And it it could be affecting my health. So how how dare you do that to me? 
Yes, exactly. It could, it could potentially be really affecting my health and my security. It could really be affecting my health negatively and definitely is affecting my security. And again, piling up another loss in my, in my book. <laughs> right. And adding another loss in my book of, long book of losses. Yeah. Now, this is really powerful because this is interesting that I, until you said that, it affected your security. Right? Mm-hmm. And security is 100% first chakra, which is your body. Mm-hmm. And here you are having a, you know, even if it's a slight, a slight warning about your body mm-hmm. not being functioning properly. So it's piling up the unsafety. Because the sense of safety, if you think about it, I mean, bullhorn was your sense of safety for, what, two, three years, right? Your whole pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. Right? So uh-huh. it's huge. It really is huge. It's like you, it shook your foundation. It shook my foundation to the core. It was terrifying. Exactly. It really, it was terrifying. And even, good, even if good comes from it, the truth is it really affected my foundation to the core. It really affected my foundation to the core. Not just the, 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 the hurt and the unfairness of it all, but literally my safety and the, that of Sirsha. But literally my safety and the safety of Sirsha. And now I can actually even feel it in my body. And now I can even feel it in my body. And he's treated other people who have similar or other kinds of vulnerabilities better than me. Like he had this guy who was um, a cancer. He had cancer and he couldn't fire him and... But this guy was a total asshole and he was fucking up the business and he wouldn't huh. do anything. I guess part of it, part of it was illegally he couldn't fire him because of the cancer, but um, he also wouldn't. So he protected this asshole more than he protected me. And that feels even more unfair. And that's just, I don't get it. That is just weird. And these, you know what, this is interesting though because this is about him seeing you as strong, strong, right. resilient, right? Yeah. You can yeah. handle it. Right. This is, yeah. this is the, the, down, the downside of my yeah. strength. This is the downside of my strength. He, he probably thought, you know what, I can handle it. He probably thought, you know what, I can handle it. And that, I, mean, <sighs> I, I honor my body for then going into a cancer scare. And I honor and thank my body for going into a cancer scare. But I want to truly take care of myself, and I don't have to go there in order to have security and safety. And I want to take care of myself, truly, and I don't have to go there in order to have security and safety. Do you see that? I mean, you just mentioned that this guy could not be fired because of his cancer, and there you go, I have a little cancer scare. Oh, interesting. See, it's, it's so powerful. Our minds are incredible. We may not even realize it, but look at that. Yeah. That's a pretty big wow there. Interesting. So I honor all my, I honor my anger and my fear. I honor my anger and my fear. 
And my feeling unsafe. And feeling unsafe. And I also honor my ability to ask for what I need. And I also honor my ability to ask for what I need. I do not need to be weak or sick. I do not need to be weak or sick. In order to get my needs and my safety. In order to get my needs met and my security and safety. Mm. Ah, Take a deep breath. That's a big one right there. (sighs) You see that? Yeah. That's deep. Yes. And that's exactly how our body and our energetic system works. That's exactly what our chakras do. It's so much deeper. And it's so subtle, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny. What's coming up is that my mom, Mm. when she had cancer, at one point she said, there's a part of me that wanted to be sick so that I could be taken care of. Of course. Yeah. there's, um, I really need to learn to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. And somehow attract someone who can do that soon. Yes. I mean, I think being alone is actually, um, I've seen not being in a negative relationship as good for my health, but being alone for much longer is going to be bad for my health. So, yes. like, I really feel this is kind of getting more urgent. Yeah. And all, but you know what? What I'm going to encourage you to do in the meantime is. Start practicing asking for what you need from friends, maybe from your aunt, even if it's little things. Start experiencing and noticing and honoring your needs because it could be as simple as saying, asking someone, you know, sometimes in the store, you know, if you're at the store, you have your chair, you have your bag, ask someone at like Trader Joe's, would you please be so kind to help me with my bag to my car? Silly small things, yeah, yeah. But start practicing because I, actually I have had it where I had plenty and I don't know what was going on and somebody offered, would you, you know, would you like me to help you with your bag? And I was like, no, I can handle it. But then I thought, you know, why? It would have been wonderful to have that help. Giving yourself that, yes, thank you very much. I, I would deeply appreciate it. That would be wonderful. And allowing yourself to be taken care of. Yeah. Okay. Great. I think that that's a big one. And start. So what I would rec- what I would recommend is that whenever you can, you can actually do it in your meditation or start looking at different things. You can even write down what are the, the small needs that you have that um, that could be satisfied in you know right right now, right now, and just manifesting them. However, you know whatever way works. Small things. Okay. I mean, we're talking about something simple like a, a smile. You know, it could be like, I would love some kindness coming to me today. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I know that we're going for big, but it's, it doesn't have to be all or nothing there. That's a great point. Actually, you know what? I was actually feeling later. I felt like, oh, wow. I was at the training, and, uh, you know, I had, a, I had roommates. I had really good friends that I was rooming with. And one of them, we were going to dinner or something, and, um, and, and she said, you know, I need to work on these, you know, would it be? And it was like, I don't know, it was getting close to eight. Uh, and she said, can, can I have another, you know, just to finish what I'm doing? And I said, how long would that be? 
And she said, probably 20 minutes, half hour. And I said, no, I'm sorry. She's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll do it later. And then something else happened that somebody asked, you know, what flavor do you, what things do you like on your pizza or whatever at another gathering? And I said, you know, I like pineapple and bacon. And she looked at me straight in the face and she said, I just can't believe how, how you have no trouble asking for what you need. And and it's been, as Stefan can tell you, it's been a long time coming. Um, yeah. I come from the same background as you. And I said, yeah, the, the other thing that I have learned is that I can ask for what I need, and I'm also honoring that it doesn't mean that I'm going to get it. Yeah. But I can ask for what I need. Yeah. Not 100% of the time, but, you know, <laughs> so it's a work in progress. And I'm going to encourage you because... It doesn't have to be with a partner and being fully supported and whatnot. Little things, you know, at the workplace or whatnot. Or go to a store, you know, and you get you some tea or whatever you want and just really ask for what you need and, and own it. Yeah. This, this is what I need. It's great. Wonderful. I am going to be checking my email every couple of days. Uh, so if something comes up that you need me, feel free to do that, Okay. Okay. Have a wonderful time. Thank you. Thank you so much. There when do you guys come back? Life. We're coming back on the either 28th or 29th. Was that, right. was that something scheduled? I don't know. Where's my calendar? I actually yeah. have so, to go, but what, I'll try to schedule yeah, yeah. something for back then, and yeah. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful time. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, just open up. Miracles, small miracles will start happening. Give me post. Okay. Okay, lots of love. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.